got more than money. You've got Gene Dickinson, your host, your personal financial advisor. Joining me, Alyssa Young. Good morning. It's already started. Yay, we just had our first passerby. We're doing our second annual Christmas drive around. And the first person did it perfectly. <laughs> well, it re- requires a little bit of, uh, you know, figuring stuff out. Multitasking, driving and waving at the same time. Driving, waving, following signs. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in case you don't know what the heck's going on, uh, join the crew. <laughs> <laughs> we are, well, this is your first holiday event inside the building. It is. Last year you were outside the That's building. That's right. And this is uh, Juliana's first time being a live Christmas tree for the office. That's right. That's fantastic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, If you're wondering what the heck we're talking about, we're inviting you, we're imploring you, we're we're so excited to have you come visit us at our More Than Money World Headquarters in the Holy Lands, (laughs) particularly appropriate during the Christmas season. That's right. We're between Bethlehem and Nazareth, so as Mary and Joseph make their trek, they're going to go right by our window. And wave at us mm-hmm. because they're on their way. Jesus of Nazareth, born in Bethlehem. Born in Bethlehem. Just like Alyssa. Oh, very nice. Okay, so are you making some sort of, you're Just not making saying. a claim. Alyssa of Nazareth, born <laughs> in Bethlehem. All right. It's just a fact. These are facts. Speaking of facts, we are at 4505 Hanoverville Road. Please put it in your GPS. Come across uh, from either end of the Lehigh Valley. You come to 191. Go north. That's the key. North towards Nazareth. Turn left after one mile. We're a quarter of a mile. It's going to be kind of hard to miss this. Um, Currently, we have outside... Santa Claus. And? Mrs. Claus. <laughs> and? An elf. Elf, for sure. And a live Christmas tree. And 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 I was going to say live, live music, but that's not really true. There music, is music. Lots of Christmas music. And there are goodies. Oh, my goodness. Oh, please come and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, gift bags for, um, while, while they last, for the adults, we have gift bags for the kids. And puppy treats. Oh, because our fur babies are so important to us. We also have puppy treats. So if you're on your way over, make sure that you put uh, Ruby in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so happy. Uh, th- this is a wonderful time of the year. We're also blessed. What a wonderful day. Uh, the weather's perfect. Uh, the skies are uh, lightening up already. And. Uh, yeah, it's cool out there. It's supposed to be cool. It's winter. <laughs> Santa. Santa. Oh, he's ready. He came to our window. Um, and he wants you to come to his window. Uh, it's not his window. He's outside. But if you'll please come join us, you'll circle the back of the building. Come around to the corner where you'll see um, yours truly and, uh, and Alyssa uh, broadcasting live. And then continue your journey to meet Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus, the elves and the Christmas trees. Um, We're so happy to welcome you. Um, We're very blessed. We sure are. Uh, Our audience, they're just the best. And we're not just doing this for, now of course we're doing it for fun, but we're also doing it for a very important reason. That's right. We are helping to support the Radiothon raising money for the Children's Home of Easton. 
a wonderful organization. And if you've been listening to Bobby Gunther Walsh this week, you know how important that really is uh, to so many young people over so very many years. Uh, Gunther's been helping that organization for 37 years. Uh, we've been the very proud sponsors of the Radio Thon. This is our second year. We've been supporting them since Gunther and I teamed up 20 plus years ago, kind of behind the scenes. But now, we're not behind the scenes anymore. We're right out there. And for those of you that come by and drop off contributions that we can uh, pass on to the children's home, uh, we're going to be matching it. That's awesome. Uh, we already have two very generous uh, audience members who have uh, contributed $800 towards a match. Wow. And if we get more than $800, MTM's going to match it. Beautiful. Oh, it's a wonderful thing. We're also collecting gifts. If you went online and saw the list of gifts that the kids have requested and you wanted to contribute to that, we will gather them here on your behalf today and deliver them. Which is fantastic. Um, Santa's out there actually um, kind of hanging out on the highway. What? Oh, yeah. He's 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 shameless. He. He wants all the good little boys and girls to show up. It's just the driveway, Gene. It's not the highway. <laughs> okay. Santa's in the driveway is what he meant to every, say. Every husband out there listening goes, eh, she's correcting him. Eh. And it doesn't matter that it's not my wife. It's a wife. <laughs> so quite right. Absolutely corrected. Sorry, dear. Oh, my <laughs> God. And speaking of dear... I'm sorry that there aren't reindeer today. Me too. Because I announced last year I wanted reindeer. <laughs> no. But there was, um, there somehow I got overruled. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait a second. Yeah, it was another wife. Mm -hmm. That was my wife. Uh, no no reindeer. I swear next year we're going to have reindeer. The, and, and, we'll, and we'll put them down in the. The drainage ditch. <laughs> the front yard. The front yard. Thank you. <laughs> drainage ditch. Hey, let's go see the reindeer. Isn't that like a, a swale? I, I think it's the swale. It's it's a, a swale, swale thing that we have a out swell front. swale between the driveway and the road. It is a swell thing we have out there. <clears throat> You're not helping. <laughs> anyway, um, in the same spirit of the season. Uh, we had, and I should say, I, sh I, I should, when I say we, I should say uh, Alyssa and Megan hosted a very interesting event this past Thursday. Tell everybody about it. Oh, it was wonderful. On Thursday night, we had about 30 women here in our office for our first quarterly event for women called Invest in You. And what we did on Thursday was... Um, we had dinner, and then we packed shoeboxes for Holiday Hope Chests, which is a project that's run by the Volunteer Center of the Lehigh Valley to pack up boxes of small gifts for kids in need in our community. So several agencies in the Lehigh Valley say, you know, we need 25 boxes, we need 100 boxes, etc., for the kids that they support. Mm -hmm. And um, we packed them with donations, and we, we wrapped them and packed them, and then I dropped them off yesterday at the Volunteer Center. Uh, we had a fun time, and we packed 
51 shoeboxes. <laughs> and just to give you some perspective, when we organized this event, I didn't know what kind of turnout we were going to have. And the volunteer center asks you to pledge how many boxes you're going to contribute so they can estimate how close they are to meeting their goal. I pledged 16. And I didn't want to, you know, overpromise and underdeliver, so I p pledged 16. And I was thrilled when we went there yesterday. And the woman said, "Okay, so you're Alyssa?" And I said, "Yep." And she said, "You have 16 boxes?" I said, "I actually have 51." <laughs> and she said, "Oh, that's awesome!" So I really want to thank everybody for bringing boxes, for bringing awesome stuff to put in the boxes. Um, we had the whole conference room table filled with crayons, socks, gloves, hats, nail files, scrunchies, like everything, all kinds of fun stuff, card games, matchbox cars, little toys. And um, we had lots of diligent wrappers. They learned how to wrap shoe boxes with attached lids, which is a skill. Um, <laughs> oh, you, you meant they were uh, using paper to wrap it. I thought you meant they were like Kanye West. No, they weren't okay. singing rap they were music. Okay. We had Christmas music playing. Oh, nice. <laughs> but not rap music. Um, yeah, they did a great job. They had fun. There was lots of laughter. And the food was getting rave reviews. So we were catered by the Daily Grind mm. in Bath. And mm. everyone loved it. So we had different sandwiches and salads. I made some cranberry meatballs and desserts. We had wine. I think everybody enjoyed all parts of the event. So I really was happy with it because we did a good thing by preparing 51 boxes. And I think everybody had a nice time together. It, just fantastic. Oh, my gosh. The, the I, <clears throat> It was Invest in You. It's for the women of the Lehigh Valley and beyond. Sure. And beyond. Everyone's welcome. Um, so they kicked me out. Quite appropriately so. Um, but from afar, having seen the pictures and heard the reports, what a wonderful, wonderful result. What a wonderful evening. What a wonderful group of women you yes. had. Yes. Yeah, oh they were my lovely. Goodness. Uh, I know a whole lot of them personally. They're wonderful people. And for those of you who weren't able to be with us this time around, uh, you're going to. We're on a on a system, on a process to do this quarterly. Yes. And also, if you missed it and you want to see the photos, mm. which I encourage you to check out, you'll see what fun you missed. <laughs> um, and you can see the stack of boxes. If you go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, go to the blog. And there is a post there that Megan published that has, you know, maybe like 10 photos um, from the evening. So um, you can check it out generosity of people just blows me away mm -hmm. generosity yes in bringing gifts and making contributions but of time and of of caring yeah and of joy mm -hmm. there by all reports there was a lot of laughter going on in here <laughs> and everybody really had a good time yeah um i mean wine had something to do with it we maybe. didn't really drink that much we bought four bottles and didn't drink at all so, uh, all right. so it's just a joyous people. It was just fun. It Brilliant. was a festive atmosphere. And, you know, I, I think everybody was kind of getting into the holiday spirit. It was a good way to kick off uh, Christmas season. Fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of festive, speaking of holiday, we are live at the More Than Money World Headquarters in the Holy Lands between Bethlehem and Nazareth. We invite you to come and join us. Chance Claus is right out front. Mrs. Claus is out front. We have... Santa's elves. We have a live Christmas tree. 
That's fascinating and adorable. Please come and visit. We have gifts for folks. Uh, we have gifts for kids. We have gifts, treats for the fur baby dogs. So stop on. By the way, if you're bringing over your uh, your kitty cat, not really clear we have anything for kitty cats. Mm. Uh, not really clear. Unless the, your kitty cat's kind of, mm, I'll, I'll eat a dog treat. <laughs> do uh, cats ever do that? Uh, eat dog treats? Yeah, like would they eat? They probably can't, right? Like they'd be too hard for them to chew? Oh, no. Cats will chew. A lot of cat food is really like, is it? hard. I don't know anything about cats. Okay, we're going to try to put that aside for just a moment because that's incredibly hurtful to all of us who have lots of cats. I'm a dog person. Well, uh, moving right along. <laughs> uh, stop on over 4505 Hanoverville Road. Um, you'll come around the back of the building as you make the tour. Uh, go p As you go past our uh, corner office, you'll see Alyssa brightly adorned in Christmas red. <laughs> I've got my candy cane uh, red and uh, white uh, shirt on so um, you'll then have the opportunity to greet Santa Claus bring your children bring your pets uh, we're here at least until 11 <laughs> and rumor has it elf is here <laughs> uh, <clears throat> maybe so 610-720-7900 610-720-7900 we can always give that a try uh, or most easily this morning, emails. Yes. And your email is? Alyssa at askmtm.com. That's spelled A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. Or you can email Jean, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. Fantastic. Send us your questions. Speaking of questions and emails, we regularly get emails from a gentleman further afield. We do. One of our favorite regular listeners, Steve in Alabama. Steve in Alabama. <laughs> and? We got to meet Steve in person this week. Uh, Steve and, and his, his wife. And his yes. lovely wife. Absolutely lovely. Um, uh, what a treat. What a, put, Talk about putting smiles on everybody's faces. Um, wonderful people. Lovely people. They were up um, making their northern tour. <laughs> very, very nice. And uh, meeting with Chad, and uh, we get a chance to listen. I get to, to, to greet them and put faces to the emails. And uh, I know they went out to breakfast, and they had a, a really good time here. We had a great time hosting them. That's fantastic. Yeah, I was really grateful for the opportunity to meet them in person. So I want to thank, thank you both for coming, taking time out of your trip to meet us. It was awesome. It was indeed. Yeah. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Let me make sure I've covered all my bases. Okay, we are raising funds for the Children's Home of East, and we're helping to support our radiothon effort. As you may have heard this week uh, on the Bobby Gunter Wall Show, uh, More Than Money and MTM Financial Group uh, are the sponsors of the radiothon, and we're here to help in as many ways as we possibly can. If you are uh, so inclined, there's absolutely no obligation none whatsoever it's only if you are so inclined as you come through and you're greeted by Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus and, uh, and enjoy the holiday spirit um, as you are uh, called uh, if you are so called to make a contribution uh, we have eight hundred dollars in matching funds from listeners we have unlimited amounts of matching funds from uh, more than money in MTM uh, you bring us big bucks we will 
Matthew was big box. That's <laughs> how that works. <laughs> it's such an incredible, worthy cause, um, making a difference in a child's life. What really struck me when we talked with Gunther on the show last week about it was when he said, um, I, I, one, I don't know if it was last year or at one of the Christmas events, when um, a man said he came home oh. for Christmas and he was talking about the children's home, uh, that he was referring to it as his home. And, uh, you know, like that's where he grew up yeah. and that's what it means to him. And that was really special. It is special. And I, I heard so many stories this week, uh, guests that were on Gunther's show from residents that are currently at the children's home and from folks who were previously there, one young man previously there now works at the children's home mm. which is a fantastic result and um, he arrived at the children's home because his father was murdered wow and his mother was incapable for lots of reasons <laughs> and that's a young person's life that without the assistance of the children's home has absolutely no hope of redemption, of being able to produce a, a, a worthy life, a, a hope of any type of life, any type of positive life. And yet he does. And, and, and not only does he have hope, he has great expectations for his future mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't happen overnight that doesn't happen by accident yeah and we got to help it's just that simple we got to help so if you're so inclined come on over uh we're here um i know we're going to be here till about uh between 11 and 11 30 uh greeting folks so as long as our gifts last and and as long as santa claus lasts because <laughs> he's out there as well we'll uh, we'll do the very very best we can Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We go back to my emails. Um, young lady asks, "What's a special needs trust? Might a special needs trust be created for a child in recovery from a drug addiction?" That's a very interesting question. It is. I don't know if that's one of the qualifications. Do you know if that would make someone eligible? A special needs trust is intended to protect the beneficiary. They got to wave. They're whipping around, but they didn't wave. Don't just whip around. People whip around. Do a redo. He has to drive around the building around again. again. <laughs> Chad, yell at that guy. Uh, goodness. Uh, special needs trusts are intended to provide financial support to an individual who is typically receiving benefits from some other organization. Ooh. That's my father-in-law. Oh, father okay. <laughs> As they come around the corner in their lovely Oh, oh it's my nephew in the passenger seat. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, if we get interrupted during answering questions, that's okay with us because the, the whole idea today is that we're celebrating Christmas. And we're, we're celebrating it with our friends and our family. And as they circle the building, we get to wave. If you want to uh, pop off your headset and go yell at them, go ahead. No, that's okay. Juliana is at the at Oh, the she's window, got it yeah. covered. Oh, look at her. She's got it covered. Uh, Alyssa's daughter, Juliana, is here as a live Christmas tree. 
And doing a great job, mm. I must say. <laughs> and thrilled to be here. She had trouble getting out of bed this morning, but don't, don't we all? Come on. Yes, we do. Five oh five on a Saturday, please. Um, so, a special needs trust typically is a scenario where an adult child is receiving some form of benefits, whether it's social security, disability benefits, etc. And if they have too much income, they they lose those benefits. They lose those services. Right. Could that apply to somebody coming out of? Um, a, a drug rehab or a drug recovery program. I'm guessing it could. Now, whether the trust is termed special needs or whether it's just a trust still makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Still because even a standard trust, you can dictate what when the distributions come. So if you want to just kind of control the income stream, right? A trust can have those parameters set where they get X dollars a month or X dollars a quarter or whatever. So it would accomplish the same goal. It absolutely could. Yeah, the special needs trust is more structured for protecting um, from losing those other other benefits. So if you don't have that need, just a regular trust would do the same thing. And when we say just a regular trust, trusts are custom. They, They are specific to your situation so that you can determine... (laughs) whether or not um, goodness Uh, some people drive around then they slap it in reverse and go the other (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) Um, trust can be established and affected in many many different ways a pretty standard trust especially for young children we'll pick on Juliana for a second Mm -hmm. she's 12 Mm -hmm. Uh, if if God forbid mom and dad are not there can she accept all this money the answer is no what might be a typical pattern it might be typical that um, in a trust it says she gets income through her trustee and through her guardian until she turns I'm picking a number 25 and then she gets a portion at 30 she gets another portion at 35 she gets the rest Mm -hmm. that's pretty typical but trusts don't have to be typical the most one of the more unusual trusts that I have seen in my lifetime is from a gentleman in Lancaster County that I counseled many years ago. He had two sons, um, neither of which um, was able to produce a reasonable income well into their adulthood. He was very frustrated. He was a self-made man, came from zero, and was worth several million dollars. And the idea that at his passing, these boys, who he loved, and they were good people, but they were 'er ne'er-do-wells, they were, please, um, making three, four, five thousand a year total. Mm-hmm. Uh, his trust said that uh, they would receive an income from the trust exactly equal to their W-2 earnings. So if they earned three grand, they got three grand. If if they earned thirty grand, they got thirty grand. If they earned three hundred, they got three hundred grand. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was kind it's of an incentive a, to it, earn more money. It was an incentive <laughs> to get your butt out there. That's smart. Get your butt out there. Speaking of get your butt out there, as uh, we take our first break, please come visit us. 4505 Hanoverville Road in Bethlehem, uh, one mile north of 22 on 191. Turn left. You'll see the building is lit up. Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus are all waiting to greet you and give you gifts. Bring your kids, bring your fur babies, and uh, 
and wave when you go by. Yeah, we've had a couple people not wave to us, and I'm feeling sad. Well, we're going to fix it. So, (laughs) 610-720-7900, Gene at AskMTM.com, Alyssa at AskMTM.com. We're back after this on More Than Money. Welcome back. Uh, this is so much fun. Please come enjoy the fun. Uh, we have gifts for adults. We have gifts for kids. We have gifts for doggies. We have gifts. And we have Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. and We've got a live Christmas tree who swears she's not cold. She is a middle school student. So do you know what that means? We don't wear coats. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so she might be freezing, but she's not going to admit it until she's numb. <sighs> kids mm-hmm. can't live with them can't leave them on the curb when you're done with them that's just that's frowned on you can threaten to <laughs> i yeah and we've done that mm-hmm. on more than one doesn't occasion. work anymore when they're 12 no they figured it all out mm-hmm. so welcome back to more than money you've got gene dickerson you have Alyssa young you have Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus and Santa's elves and so many people here that would love to have you stop by. We're at 4505 Hanoverville Road in Bethlehem, one mile north of Route 22 on 191. Turn left and uh, a quarter of a mile on the left. Mm-hmm. A hard to miss. Uh, the WAEB uh, buggy right out front. Lots of cars. Santa Claus, hard to miss. <laughs> He's a big boy. Oh, my God. I think Santa's bulked up since last year. I'm just saying. I mean, it's, I mean that's not a my pillow under there. That's a, that's he's a, a belly. big boy. Ho, ho, ho. That's why he keeps saying that. And he keeps, well, ah, there's so much to understand. So stop on by, please. It's a drive through You don't even have to change out of your jammies. Uh, just jump in your car, bring your kids, bring your fur babies, and stop on over. We'd be happy to greet you. And if you are so inclined, and if you could find it in your heart uh, to bring some contributions for the Children's Home of Easton, that would be fantastic. Uh, We have $800 in matching funds from our uh, listeners. And uh, over and above that, if we're fortunate enough to get more than $800 uh, in contributions today, more than money will match whatever you bring. Whatever you bring. And we're happy to do it. We're so happy to do it. My good friend and a good friend of Alyssa's uh, and a gentleman I consider to be my spiritual advisor, Mr. Michael, mm-hmm. shared with me a phrase a couple of years back that just I went, oh, it's so perfect. And the phrase was, you can't outgive God. Oh. So you just give it out there and it flows in the back. It goes out the front door. You're going, wow. I gave away a lot. Well, it's coming right back in. And it usually comes back in double or triple. So if you're wondering, should I? Hmm, the answer is yes. Because we're blessed to be a blessing. That's what we're here for. That's one of my favorite sayings or phrases. Blessed to be a blessing. I love um, that. It, 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 
oh, it says so much, and that's what we're here for. We, we talk about uh, serving our clients and being of service to our audience. And a lot of our competitors, uh, that's not how they feel. They think clients are there to serve them, mm. make them a living, create an income, that kind of stuff. And, I mean, seriously, what kind of, like, life does that produce? You don't get it. No, I don't. No, it's, and, and if you don't get it, you don't get it. It's, <laughs> not, it's not like, well, let me explain it to you. See, <laughs> nope. if, if you have two and then you add two, yeah, that's seven. No, no, it's just, it, there's nothing in us that, um, I think Thursday night was a perfect example of that. Uh, there were 30 women or so here in a financial advisor's office. And what was the topic of the lecture that you gave? <laughs> the only lecture I gave was explaining what the food was on the, <laughs> on the dinner buffet. And... And an invitation to, to make a difference in some children's lives. Oh. Yeah, we didn't talk about anything financial advisor related. And we didn't need to. <laughs> no, that's not why we were here. And all of that stuff, that happens. Of course it does. We're financial advisors. We That's what we do. That's one of the ways we serve. There are lots, gosh, the f first responders, the way they, they serve mm -hmm. is incredible. Our, our men and women in the military, the way they serve is incredible. The folks in, in, in the entire medical community, the way they serve, and particularly the last year, almost two full years, unbelievable. This is how we serve. And we're blessed to be a blessing. Absolutely. If you would like to join us, the easiest way is by email. Yes, you can send an email with your question or any topic you want to discuss. Oh, we're waving. We got waivers. <laughs> Good job. Outstanding. Um, my email address is alyssa at askmtm.com. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A -S -S -A at askmtm.com. Or you can email gene, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. And I have an email. Please. Shall I read it? Absolutely. Jean and Alyssa, I know that banks are required to report transactions of $10,000 or more. Is this a one-time transaction or a cumulative over a year? For example, if I gift my son $5,000 for his birthday and $5,000 for Christmas, will this be reported to the IRS? Thank you. Great show. Merry Christmas. Well, thank you. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. Christmas. Oh, fantastic. And, uh, yeah, we got the wave and people coming through. Wonderful folks. Oh, Jill and Ken, they're just wonderful. So, all right, <clears throat> I'm getting a little emotional. Be professional, Gene. Okay, so let's talk about the question. Do you want me to start? I can start. Please. So it, this uh, rule we're talking about mm -hmm. is transactions of $10,000 in currency. So cash, right? Not necessarily checks. In reality, <clears throat> this is a very complicated rule. Okay. It's, it is widely reported. Well, if you're depositing cash, not really how it works. Well, if you put more than $10,000 in, not really how it works. Okay. There's a lot of subtleties to it. 
it's best understood by everybody if we understand the reason behind what they're trying to do. They're trying to identify patterns of um, illegality, mm-hmm. things going on that shouldn't be going on. Um, you might recall, you won't, but you might recall, you won't, you're a baby. <clears throat> when we talk about Al Capone, does that name ring a bell? Yes. Of course, come on, one the most famous gangsters of all time. <laughs> Couldn't be caught. He was too clever. Do you know why they sent him to prison? No. And he died in prison? Why? Tax evasion. They traced the money. He was living like a king, and his income tax return said he made 400 bucks this year. <laughs> uh, okay. And they got him, and he, off he goes. So tracing financial transactions, cash, checks, credit cards, money orders of all kinds is one of the most effective tools that the government can use to identify illegal activities. So can be any type of financial transaction. 10,000 indeed is one trigger. Okay. Multiple transactions just under 10,000 is a huge red flag. Because the government knows that you know that it's 10000 bucks. Yep. So if you're doing 9500 9500 9500 or if in relatively short order you do three or four transactions that total $10,000, that's going to get flagged as well. Okay. Yep. Let's go back to his question now. Mm-hmm. I give my son $5,000 and then I give my son 5000 more. The IRS couldn't care less. <laughs> that you are on such solid ground. You have no risk whatsoever. You are, it, it's golden for, for a couple of reasons. Number one, gifts are not taxable. So the IRS says, ooh, this guy gave 5000 to his son. Uh, we don't care because there's no tax. There's no tax involved to the son. There's no tax involved to the father. There's no tax involved. So they're really disinterested. Unless, of course, you're Good. running a meth lab on the side. And then they might be. But but I don't think Heisenberg. he is. Heisenberg. Exactly. Here we go. Oh, we're waving. Oh, we have a visitor. Thanks wonderful. for coming. Oh, and she's so very, she's wearing her mask in her car. Wow. Goodness gracious. Maybe in preparation for meeting Santa. Oh, she's excited. I can tell. Yeah. Well, meeting Santa. I would be excited. Yeah. I was excited this morning. He was, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, that's great news. So you don't have to worry about the IRS to make those gifts to your son. Wonderful. Um, now, let's talk about gifts. Okay. End of year is very common. Uh, it's a very common time for folks to... Hey, I'm going to make Christmas gifts. Hey, is it okay if I give my son 17000 instead of 15000 Is it okay if I give my son? What if I give my son and daughter uh, the uh, uh, $25,000 to help them out with their whole family? Santa, Santa, people are coming. People are coming, Santa. <laughs> Santa was slacking off for a moment, came in for a drink of water. Get yeah, back out there. Yeah, we're... We're just hoping that that whole big thermos thing that he's got is, is water. actually water. Yeah, we're not. You know, it gets cold up at the North Pole. And <laughs> we don't know what exactly keeps Santa warm out there. Uh, during the break, I'm going to sniff <clears throat> that and see what it is. Uh, which sounds like the title <laughs> to a country song, but okay. <laughs> Sorry. 
Next on our agenda, we're going to be singing. Uh, I'm going to sniff that, see what it is. It's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's in your mug over there? What's in your mug? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, if you want to join in the silliness and fun and get gifts and, and gifts for kids and gifts for doggies, uh, come on over. 4505 Hanoverville Road. We're in uh, the Holy Lands between Bethlehem and Nazareth. Wherever you are in the valley, just go on 22 to 191. Go north for a mile. Uh, turn left a quarter of a mile. We're on the left. Lots going on. Santa giving gifts. Santa, he's he's out of control. Totally out of control. I'm going to, uh, on our break, we'll let sh- the live Christmas tree know she's got to keep Santa in line. Okay. Because I trust she can. I think so. So you interrupted yourself. You were talking about gifts at the end of the year. And gifts come in a number of different patterns. So I wanted to just give a quick review of patterns. Uh, many folks are aware, many folks misunderstand, but many folks are aware that there's an annual exclusion amount that you can make gifts up to a certain amount and you don't even have to report it on your income tax. And do you remember what the amount is? 15000 per person. Per person. So interestingly enough, some folks who have uh, relatively modest estates, they're kind of concerned, hey, if we can move this this money, oh, 15000 is a fair amount of money. Excellent. There are folks who have substantial estates, and if they pass away in the state of Pennsylvania and it goes to somebody other than their direct descendants, it could be a tax of as much as 15%. So you say, wow, that's crazy talk. What if I gave it away during my lifetime? No. Right. So what if they had a hundred people they really liked? One point yeah. five million dollars. Tax free gifting. Tax free gifting. That the estate tax that would have gone to Harrisburg, ugh, please, they're just gonna waste it. Um, what, a hundred and fifty? Two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars saved. That's incredible. So it does take a little bit of planning. Uh and end of year is typically the time where people plan. So if your initial mm, what plan goal uh, objective is to give away ten or twelve thousand bucks, you're done. Nice. Okay. However, there are circumstances, uh, two in particular, where fifteen thousand does not apply. Medical support, educational support. Mm-hmm. So if you have somebody that you care about, it does not have to be a family member, but you have somebody that you care about and you're giving money directly, directly to their medical care, directly to their educational um, experiences, there's no limitation uh, on an annual basis. And then finally, over and above everything we just talked about, there is a lifetime giving limit you can give up to a certain amount and you do have to report it but the person getting it does not pay a tax you do not pay a tax do you i'm going to put you on the spot 11.4 million 11.7 so close So close. Just what's a few thousand? It's a rounding error. Exactly. Uh, between friends, please. Three hundred <laughs> grand between, between friends. Uh, and if you're married, 
double that. That's right. That's 23.4. That's where you got the point uh, four. Yes, of course. You were thinking. Yes. I should have asked exactly a better question. That's exactly why I said point 0.4. <laughs> so if you are um, blessed to be in a magnificently um, large estate situation and you want to give away seriously substantial sums of money, not only can you give away $23.4 million as a married couple during your lifetime, you can also give $15,000 per year per person for as long as you live. So you can transfer tremendous amounts of money. And lots of folks do that, particularly in, in light of the, uh, in my opinion, the inappropriate estate tax laws <laughs> that are you've already paid income tax on it. Uh, you've invested it, you've paid income tax on the earnings of your investments, so you've paid tax twice, and now they want you to pay tax a third time. And if Washington, D.C. has its way, if you are substantially successful, they will want you to pay tax two more times. One, when uh, your investments rise, even if you don't sell them. It's called unrealized appreciation. They still want you to pay tax on that. And if you are ultimately successful, along the lines of an Elon Musk, a Bill Gates, etc., they want you to pay 10% of your net worth. So if you're worth a billion dollars, they want $100 million in taxes. <sighs> Gifting can be very, very, very important. 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com, Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Mm -hmm. uh, you're looking at your email. Oh, yes. It's funny. I was actually thinking of asking this, asking you this follow-up question because I'm not super clear on the details of how this works. Is there a look back on the $15,000 annual gifting threshold? If I'm diagnosed with a terminal illness, can I give $15,000 to hundreds of shortly before my death? It is a very, very fair question. Um, so fair that I wish Keith Stroll was standing next to me at the moment. Um, my gut says yes. Go ahead. I think it's two, two years. I, I have notes on this that I could actually consult during the break. <laughs> but, but Keith did say in a recent meeting mm. that there is a look back if you wanted to do lifetime giving but I, th I think in that case it was for protecting your assets from like a nursing home oh that's a five-year look back a five-year okay yeah. so that was that's different than the gift tax mm -hmm. but so that's what that was what was in my mind kind of yeah. mixing me up there my gut um i'm going to paint a scenario and then i'll tell you what my advice would be to the client and then I'll look it up. In hopefully the Keith and or one of our other very competent uh, audience members will either correct me or let me be happy. And it's there Marga. goes Marga. She's so wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Uh, one of our favorite, absolutely favorite. She's not just a client. She's a dear friend. And one of the most active, incredibly sharp young women, uh, 80 or so, and yet physically and mentally sharp and and fit and just terrific. So, Merry Christmas to her. I hope she has her, her uh, the show on, on the radio in her car. And she uh, was here on Thursday. She was here on Thursday, and we love when she's here. We just love her. We think she's fantastic. So, Merry Christmas to Marga. Um, 
I think uh, my scenario is client has a million dollars. Um, it's going to go to non-family members. So there's $150,000 on the line uh, if it goes through his estate or her estate to the uh, to Harrisburg. And they're, they've received a, uh, a, a diagnosis that they're terminally ill and they're considering giving it all away. I would give it away. Let Harrisburg come and try to get it. I, I would... Uh, challenge them. I think one of the reasons it might be an issue is if you were trying to do it for Medicaid eligibility purposes. Totally different issue. Yes. Yep. Uh, if you feared that your illness was not terminal, but it was going to be uh, require protracted care, the Medicaid rules are very uh, stringent and very clear, and, and they've been well delineated for a very long time. Uh, you have... Um, a five-year look back, or if you've given away significantly more money, uh, they may actually look back a little bit further. Typically, the way that's calculated is it's based on how much money you gave away and how much the Medicaid uh, benefits are per month. So using very simple numbers, if your Medicaid benefits are 4000 a month, you gave away $40,000 yesterday, they will not pay claims for 10 months. Okay. If you gave away $400,000, they're not going to pay claims for somewhere between five years and 100 months, which is what, seven and a half years, eight and a half years. You're so good at math. It's uh, it's a curse. It's a curse. Oh, and we get our pictures taken because it's, it's Christmas. Ah, oh, fantastic. 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com, alyssa at askmtm.com. Now, we talked about gifting. That was gifting to individuals, gifting to family members, gifting to people you love. He kind of waved. It was, that was a kind of wave. It was kind of like a backhanded wave. He was driving too fast to wave. He whipped. He whipped around the corner. <laughs> uh, oh, another one. Wave, wave, wave. Hey, there he is. Fantastic. 4505 Hanoverville Road, Bethlehem. Put it in your GPS. Come through. Make sure you wave. There you go. There he is. Wearing his Penn State hat. Looking good. Um, you, you pop in the driveway. You go right around the building. If you turn right, it'll take you right around the back of the building. And then you get to wave at us. Um, we're, we're really... Everybody else is having all the really good fun, and we're mm. working so hard. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, I made that last part up. Um, bottom line is uh, we would love to have you come and help celebrate Christmas with us. We have Christmas gifts for you. We have Christmas gifts for the little ones. We have Christmas gifts for the fur babies and uh, Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus and elves and live Christmas trees. We're trying to make it as festive as we can. It's a wonderful time of the year. We understand the world is goofy. The world is just goofy. I get that. But it always has been. Six and a half thousand years of recorded history. Pick a time period where you think the world was not goofy. And I can assure you, I can show you it was. <laughs> and way goofier than even right now. Uh, yes, it's a struggle. And yes, it can be... Um, challenging to be apart from your family apart from your friends but 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 um, we have met far bigger challenges and 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 won and defeated and stood triumphant we're going to do it again and this is a great time of the year to 
have that attitude because what do you think what three weeks three weeks from today Oof, i better get working you on my shopping uh, well but three weeks from today mm, you want to talk about a gift mm. every year i have the same quote in uh, our newsletter for christmas because it says so very much for god so loved the world what a gift mm -hmm. he gave his only son what a gift yes wrapped it, in swaddling no. clothes it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing and uh, i'm here to tell you i sure needed that gift we all did uh i uh, i'm probably in the top three uh gene and askmtm.com more than money online.com we talked about giving uh gifts to uh, people we care about and that's a really wonderful thing to do. 15000 a year, $11.7 million per person per lifetime, $23.4 million in your, um, if you're married, and um, lots more for medical and education. But, but maybe you want to give money to the children's home least. And, and maybe you want to stop by and do that today, or maybe you want to make a really substantial gift out of your IRA. And since Natalie Merchant is singing in the background, that means we've got to take our top of the hour break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about a, a technique you might be able to give serious money and pay no income tax. Nice. Oh, does it get any better? Gene at AskMTM.com. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. We're going to take your emails, your questions after this on More Than Money. back to more than money you've got gene dickinson your host you've got Alyssa young we are in the more than money world headquarters in the holy lands between bethlehem and nazareth 4505 hanoverville road bethlehem uh, some more folks spinning around our building fantastic santa claus out there waving to the audience and to uh, yeah, waving to a lot of folks and uh, Mrs. Claus, elves, live Christmas trees, gifts for you, gifts for the kids, gifts for our fur babies. Ah, oh, we just welcome you and help you and you help us celebrate the season. As Merry Christmas is on our lips. Three weeks. It's crazy. <laughs> How could that be? It That's, sneaks up on you. Oh, every year it just gets faster and faster and faster. So we hope that you will come join us. We'll be here giving out gifts at least until, I would say, 1130. Um, we do have uh, our own Christmas holiday event this today. Is that is that going to join us? Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun there, too. Uh, but we're, we got plenty of time for you to come and visit us. Uh, if you're here before 10 o'clock, you'll get to see um, Alyssa and I do our live radio show right here. If uh, you're a little bit later, we'll be able to greet you out front ourselves. Yep. Um, I don't know if Juliana's going to make it. It's she, cold out there. She has gloves on now, but I think she's starting to get cold 
overall. <laughs> uh, she, <laughs> she looks cold. She, she does look cold. Uh, but we have a gorgeous day. Uh, weather report aside, where it's supposed to be a little overcast, it's not. It is yeah, bright sun sunshine. Shining. Absolutely gorgeous. So please, uh, please come and uh, share some of your holiday spirit with us. We are raising funds for the Children's Home of Easton. Yeah. So anything that you uh, feel compelled that you uh, wish in your heart to share uh, is being matched. We have over $800 in matching funds from listeners. And then more than money will match anything above that as well. So if you want to test that and you want to bring over a big check, yeah, we'll give that a go. <laughs> we'll give that Good a go. Good and we, yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like, like that. the Christmas story. A double dog dare you. Double dog dare you. One of the worst films ever. <laughs> it's shit, what a dreadful film. I oh. can't put my arms down. That's oh. my favorite part. Oh, just oh, dreadful. So many good Christmas movies and people go, yeah, oh, Christmas is so great. No, it's not. It's dreadful. You know, Zach had not seen it before he met me, and I still, I think he still hasn't seen the whole movie. And you're saying because he's not missing anything. Because no, after a while he goes, uh, why am I watching yeah. this? And he gets up and walks away. Because <laughs> he's a smart guy. He's got good judgment. Oh, my goodness. We were talking about gifting. We were. And talking about uh, helping people understand how they can give and be um, uh, have peace of mind, not worry that the uh, IRS uh, goons are going to show up at their door, bang down, and, and, and take them off in, in, in chains. So giving to friends and family, we've pretty much got that covered. Mm -hmm. But there are ways to give also to charities, nonprofits, churches that we care about. Yes. And... Um, you reminded me of something that I often forget about because it's a relatively new piece of the puzzle. Yes. So recently, the standard deduction from your income taxes uh, was increased so that for most people, itemizing your deductions doesn't make sense anymore. So that means that if you gave to your church, let's say $500 over the year or something like that, um, you couldn't list that as a separate deduction. It was kind of caught in that 20,000. Well, I think it was new as of, is it this year or last year? I think it was last year. Last year. You can also, in addition to the standard deduction, have a $600 deduction for charitable contributions. Is that per person or per married couple? I think that's a married couple total. I think it is as well. So I think, 300 yeah, per person. 300 per person, 600 for a married couple. Yes. But your example is perfectly correct. If, for example, you're giving $50 a month to your church, which is wonderful, fantastic, mm -hmm. generous, currently or previously, it really didn't help because you were getting the standard deduction. It didn't really in, it, it didn't decrease your income taxes at all. Right. Now you get your standard deduction and a deduction for the 600 Yes. Fantastic. Well done. Thanks. Well done. I learned that from your wife, Diane, who heads up our tax department. She knows a lot of stuff. She does. Um, and and a lot of it's about taxes, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look, at, you, you can't make that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What, what is I don't. This is actually scary. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Mark Belsack has wrapped his face with wrapping paper and put a bow on his head, and he's outside waving. I hope he doesn't scare people away. 
Uh, Santa Claus right now is flossing. What what exactly? Okay. He was practicing in the conference room with the door closed. He said, I need to go practice flossing. He went in the conference room, shut the door, and it was disturbing to me knowing <laughs> what was happening in that room. Now he's doing it in public. And plus, uh, the whole reference to the thong. I thought that what? was a little over the top. I didn't hear that. <laughs> I'm glad. Oh, goodness. 610-720-7900. Send us emails, gene at askmtm.com, alyssa at askmtm.com. If you're not right in front of 4505 Hanoverville Road, you are missing it. Because <laughs> uh, our live Christmas tree, uh, Santa Claus flossing, Mrs. Claus, the elves, they're, they're putting on quite a show. They're Chad doesn't on. know that I just videotaped those funky moves and that's likely to end up on our website that is likely oh my goodness Santa claus really uh, <laughs> oh my gosh no. you need to come see this everyone oh you really do need to come see this everyone oh let us share the uh the christmas spirit with you uh gifts for you gifts for the kids particularly and for the puppies so come and visit us indeed we'll be here giving out gifts as long as the the gifts survive and last and uh, we'll be here giving out gifts uh 11:30 at least maybe as much as noon um before we head out and, and celebrate ourselves so please come and join us now in addition to getting a tax deduction up to 600 dollars, mm -hmm. there's a pretty special way for people to make major impacts um, did you want to start? Sure. That would be called a qualified charitable distribution. And it's a way to take your required minimum distribution or more out of your IRA or your 401k mm -hmm. uh, and give directly to a nonprofit and not have to pay income tax on that distribution. So normally, when you take your RMD or anything out of an IRA, you have to pay tax. But let's say you don't need that money. You're, you're required to take it out, but you don't need it. And so it would just be a tax bill for you to put cash into your checking account or whatever. Instead of doing that and having a tax bill for to take out money you didn't need to spend, you could give it directly to the charity, not have the tax bill, do a good thing, meet your requirement. It checks all the boxes. Well said. Nicely summarized. Thanks. Um, for folks who are saying, so could it have a substantial impact? Well, you be the judge. Uh, typically, let's let's use $12,000 as an example. It's a, it's a nice round $1,000 a month. Uh, typically, if you wanted to take that money out of your IRA, the first thing that happens is that the IRA sends a 1099 to you and to the IRS saying they you, they got to pay tax on this. And let's say your tax is 20%, that's 2400 bucks. you're out of pocket. And if you're taking the standard deduction, there's a very good chance you won't get it back because it doesn't increase your deductions. It's all included in your standard deduction. Wow, so this is kind of not great. And then the charity gets a net of 9600 bucks. With the QCD, it goes directly. directly. Uh, you instruct your IRA custodian to send money directly to a charity or charities, plural, of your choice. And um, you never touch the money. 
It doesn't uh, affect your income taxes. It doesn't affect your Medicare premiums. Do you know what the uh, maximum amount is that you can do on a QCD per year? Oh, gosh. I did see this number at one time, and I don't remember what it is. It's either 100 or 120. I'm going to go with 100 because that's safe. Okay. So if you are... Let's let's pick an example. Let's say your church is doing a uh, a, a, a fundraising for a new building, and you want to make a real impact, like fifty thousand, seventy-five, a hundred thousand dollars. This could be a fabulous way to get a big block of money that normally you would have to pay tax on. Normally, it might kick your Medicare premiums up. It's just annoying across the board pay no income tax pretty good stuff that's awesome um i actually think that's a good segue into this email we received Please. because it's about medicare premiums ah very good <laughs> all right we received an email this morning that says i am 67 years old and on medicare i am not on social security because i took your advice in 2019 i cashed in my ira to buy a house and my Medicare payment went from about $148 a month to about $575 a month. My income has since gone back down to my normal level, of course. Uh, of, I think. Mm -hmm. Has gone to my normal level, of course. Mm -hmm. Will my Medicare payment be automatically lowered the same as it was automatically raised? And the answer is theoretically, yes. Theoretically, yes. And I, I emphasize the theoretically part because it's the government. <laughs> and while um, the Medicare system, Social Security, Medicare, separate systems, but they kind of operate uh, in, uh, uh, in parallel, uh, is they're supposed to be in um, communication with the IRS so that when you file your income tax return and it shows that your income has dropped dramatically, that so would your Medicare premiums. Mm -hmm. It's not, sadly, uh, always as efficient as that. So you may very well end up with a letter. I just got mine from Medicare saying, hey, here's your new premium for next year. And if it's inappropriate, you may have to uh, appeal. Yes. And the term um, appeal, it's, it, it sounds difficult. It generally isn't. Uh, it's generally just filling out a form saying, hey, my income situation has changed rather dramatically. Um, the theory is lots of people have these kind of once-in-a-lifetime events. Mm -hmm. And so it, it does throw a monkey wrench, yes, into IRMA, which is your income that, that it's a modified income calculation for Medicare purposes, um, but it doesn't last forever should not last forever and uh, don't let it last forever uh, make sure that you're uh, ringing the bell if you have to yeah and i can follow up i have um the form that you can file to appeal uh, i was looking at my folder and i don't have it here but it's in my desk drawer um so i'll send this uh, listener a link to the form Fantastic. and then you can that's how you um, like say on uh, my uh, my income has changed and I would like my Medicare premium to be adjusted accordingly great um, another way to give and save money on your taxes let's assume assume 
always dangerous. Let's assume that you have, um, I'm going to use PPL as an example. Okay. That's a very common stock for folks in the Lehigh Valley to own. Mm -hmm. Let's assume that you have some PPL stock. Maybe you work there. Maybe you worked there for 50 years. Maybe you worked there starting 50 years ago. You've been retired a long time. And you've got PPL stock. And your cost basis is like a dollar. And it's share price. I don't know what the share price is now. I'm, I'm picking a number, 20 bucks a share. So if you were to cash it in, liquidate it, mm -hmm. you're going to pay tax on a lot of money. Yes. $19 per share. And yes, capital gains rates are better than regular rates, but not that much better. No, and, and painful. <laughs> yes. And let's assume, just for the sake of argument, that you have this stock, PPL, or any other stock, and it has grown wonderfully, and you're really not that happy about paying the tax, but you have uh, a church, uh, Folds of Honor, Children's Home of Easton. Uh, laughing in my nightmare through these hands. Other organizations, 503CB, SOB, whatever the code is, that, that, that they are registered nonprofits. You can gift them the stock. So let's say you paid a dollar a share, you have 100 shares, paid 100 bucks. Now it's selling at $20 a share. It's it's $2,000. <laughs> See how I did that? It's like really quick. Uh -huh. You can gift the stock to the church or whatever charity, and you get a tax deduction for the full 2000 and you don't have to pay tax on the gain. And, of course, then the organization sells it, and they're a nonprofit. They don't pay any tax. Oh, tricky. Oh, it is tricky. It's just I like it. It's one of the tricky things that I know how to do. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Gene at askmtm.com. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Do you want to do that one right there? Yeah. Please? All right. We have an email from earlier this week. It says, "My granddaughter is fourteen. We stopped buying holiday and birthday gifts and started investing in dividend stocks." by purchases in stockpile. My hope is that she will grow money for college and learn a little about stock market investing. I now believe that this can have tax implications as well as affect financial aid options. Should we, or can we, do this in a 529 plan? Should we cash out and move to a 529 plan? What would you recommend? Thank you. And this ends with a compliment. I enjoy your show, particularly the question and advice portion. Oh, very nice. Thank you so much. Uh, okay. What's your gut? So my gut is if the goal is this money is for college, mm -hmm. then I do think a 529 plan is a better, better vehicle for the tax and the financial aid implications. If it was just to give her money for any use then it wouldn't you know necessarily be a bad thing that yeah there will be some tax but for college spending the reasons a 529 plan might be better um, it's a grandparent who would own the account so the assets in that account would not be counting against her for need-based eligibility when she's applying for school mm -hmm. um, when she takes the money out there would be no tax whereas this stock 
Pile account is a taxable account. So any capital gains would be taxed. Whereas in the 529 plan, the earnings come out tax-free if they're used for education. Um, so that's my gut about moving the money into a 529 plan if, it, if that's their goal, to grow it for, for school. What do you think? You disagree? Uh, disagree, no. Um, but I'll play devil's advocate only to the extent that, you, and you said it very well, if that's their goal, if that's their goal, the term, it's a very sophisticated term. Um, I'm going to ask you to, to be patient with me um, because it's not going to be easy to understand for the average person who doesn't have my depth of training. I sense sarcasm, folks. The, te the term is it depends. Yeah, I knew that's what it you depends. were going to say. Um, and when I say it depends, I'm not just looking at uh, Santa Claus out there flossing, thinking that boy should be wearing depends. The police are going to be coming soon. I'm, um, yes. Um, the it depends part here has multiple levels. So I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, if the priority is allowing this young woman to gain experience, education, comfort, uh, confidence in her investing skills, then the 529 is not the way to go. Agree. Um, individual stocks, f tracking them, f trying to figure out why they're worth something or not, um, generally unavailable in a 529. Right. So if that's the goal, or at the very least, if that's a higher goal, then stay on track, bite the bullet. Is, is it going to be uh, uh, what part of the calculation on the FAFSA form? Sure. Sure. So we've accomplished something amazing. Your dad started with you roughly what age? Uh, 15, 16. Sure. Yeah. So young. Mm -hmm. So um, see how I did that young? Uh, I'm forever uh, young. Uh, what are you? Oh, I see that. Yeah, yeah. That's why you married Zach. Uh, <laughs> so you, you picked up the forever yes. young part. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, having that experience, having that introduction, having that confidence, having uh, so many young people, young women, young men, they're 25 years old. So stock, how does stock work? They have no idea. Right. They've never been or exposed to it. So if... Here's another if. Um, it depends on the amount of money we're talking about. Okay. It may be, I'm picking a number out of thin air, a thousand bucks. Chanta Claus. Oh. Um, let's say it's a thousand bucks. It's going to have such a small impact on FAFSA, needs based, whatever. You're better off keeping it as is rather than selling it, paying whatever tax you have to pay in order to get it back into the 529 and gaining all those other benefits that we've already talked about. True. So, in, in my opinion. Now, if the number is very large and if absolutely it's for college, you're 100% correct. It's got to be 529. Grandparent 529 is a really good setup for financial aid purposes. And they get a tax deduction on their Pennsylvania return That's right. for putting money in. So if it's ten or fifteen thousand bucks, grandma and grandpa are gonna end up saving three or four hundred dollars in taxes. Yeah. That's real money. That's right.
There's one thing um, to add Please. about a grandparent-owned 529 plan. Yeah. So when your grandchild's applying for college, if you own that account and they're a beneficiary, it doesn't show up on the FAFSA or the CSS profile as money that would hurt their need-based eligibility. But distributions to them from your 529 plan can hurt or lower, I should say, um, your need-based eligibility in future years. So a good strategy is if you can use that money from your grandparent-owned 529 later in the college career, that's better. So if you can fund years one and two some other way and then use the grandparents' 529 plan for three, four, grad school, whatever, mm. then you'll get, if you get need-based um, aid, you can enjoy some of that you know, early on and then not have um, that de de deduction or that, um, what's the word I'm looking for, penalty, if you will. Mm -hmm. So that's something else to keep in mind. That's excellent. Most excellent. Uh, our good friend from Alabama. Uh, actually, my apologies. Um, the question, uh, I'll come back to that. Okay. Uh, why don't we go ahead and do that because that's in a similar fashion. Oh, yeah. Coming short on time. So okay. Go ahead. This one says, I would like to contribute to a 529 for my granddaughter. I live in Pennsylvania and she lives in New York City. Her parents have a 529 already established for her. I don't know whether to open my own 529 here in Pennsylvania or to contribute to theirs in New York. Help. Um, okay. Number one, you can do either. Uh, in my opinion, for all the very good reasons that Alyssa just outlined, because you're the grandparent, you've got some advantages should this granddaughter need financial aid of having the 529 in your name. The fact that you're in two different states is ir irrelevant. Virtually every, well, I say virtually, every 529 plan I've ever looked at allows their assets to be used at any accredited uh, university, college, whatever, wherever. Mm -hmm. So it's not like if you're in a Pennsylvania 529, you have to go to Pennsylvania. All right, Pennsylvania does have a TAP plan that's, more beneficial to residents but that's put that aside for the moment in my opinion set up your own 529 it doesn't matter how many 529s right um the, but two sets of grandparents can have each of their own 529s as they should parents cousins aunts uncles with any luck at all there'll be so many 529s she won't need financial <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that's that. a great gift to give it absolutely is. What a wonderful thing as opposed to, um, here's a gift card to Amazon. I know that you, you guys like to buy, like, stuff. So here's stuff. Don't give them stuff. Give them a chance. Give them an opportunity. Build it up. Cool stuff. Ah, last break of the show. Please, please, please accept our invitation. Come on over, Chanta Claus out there flossing. That's a thing that you want to see anyway. Um, uh, Mrs. Claus looks adorable. We have a live Christmas tree. We have Santa's elves. 4505 Hanoverville Road. Put that in your GPS. We're in Bethlehem. We're between Bethlehem and Nazareth. 191 north of 22, exactly a mile 
Turn left at the light. We're a quarter of a mile on the left. Come and join us. We're here until noon. Lots of gifts while supplies last. And when we return, 23 and a half minutes answering your questions on More Than Money. Some folks now circling the building. That's fantastic. Santa Claus is so happy. Mrs. Claus, uh, nothing makes them happier than giving away gifts. We have bucket o gifts here for anybody that comes and says Merry Christmas to us. And, uh, of course, special gifts for the little ones and special gifts for puppies. We have from uh, Dukes. We got Dukes Delights. It's a wonderful um, local organization that uh, allows uh, folks, adults with, uh, uh, that find themselves on the autistic spectrum mm. uh, are gainfully employed uh, making these doggy treats. So we um, took advantage of their skills and we offer those to our good friends who are covered in fur. Oh, wait a minute. That would, there's several of the guys I play softball with that would actually <laughs> apply to, oh, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, so welcome back. If you are listening to our broadcast this morning, please head over to our direction. We're in the Holy Lands between Bethlehem and Nazareth, 4505 Hanoverville Road. Uh, Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus, elves, live Christmas trees, all for your celebratory purposes. And raising funds for? The Children's Home of Easton. So if you are so inclined and that fits your plan <laughs> oh no no i could have lived my whole life and not seen that <laughs> too much santa claus flossing uh hey and it's it's more it's not so much flossing as it is what like cable systems or something because that's a big effort right there yeah i wouldn't really technically call that flossing <laughs> He's dancing. Oh, look at, oh my goodness. Yep, there's, there's a lot going on there. It looks like drunken flossing. I am uh, going to check that water bottle. <laughs> uh, if you are so inclined to assist us in raising funds for the Children's Home of Easton, uh, we have $800 in matching funds from listeners, and we have basically unlimited matching from our more than money um, corporate coffers, so we're happy uh, to help in any way that we can bring over, make it a challenge. We'll, uh, we'll we'll step right up. I wish Alabama Steve could see Chad right now. Oh my goodness! Well, we're gonna get pictures. We got lots of pictures, and we're gonna make sure Alabama Steve gets to see the Chadster. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Um, 
Oh, QCDs from 401ks. We're still trying to confirm. Yeah, I, I believe, I'm sorry if I um, misspoke. misspoke or confused you. If you have a 401k and you want to use your RMD as a QCD, talk about alphabet soup, mm. you do need to roll that into an IRA first. I did confirm that um, on the break. So it it's still, you can accomplish the same goal. You just have to take an extra step first. Perfect. You can't do it directly from a 401k to the charity. Very so good. I'm sorry if that was confusing. Now, we've talked a lot today about gifting. And uh, one of the things that, um, sadly, we have to be balanced about is that, as they say, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. For all of you who have been very active on the cryptocurrency side and feeling kind of, hmm, schmug because the IRS, well, what do they know? Uh, the IRS has been very active and uh, as it stands, they have created a number of different uh, systems that will require the cryptocurrency investors, whether they be Bitcoin or Ethereum or Doggycoin or whatever, um, to be part of the IRS reporting process, uh, including on the 1040, there is now a checkbox. Are you engaged in cryptocurrency transactions of any kind? And if you say yes, they expect you, of course, to report them. If you say no and you are, it's called tax fraud. And that's how Al Capone went to prison. And that's how you will go to prison. Don't be like Al Capone. Don't be like, that's good advice. See how clear and clean that is? Mm -hmm. Don't be like Al Capone. Although if he had access to cryptocurrency, he probably would have gotten that too. Yes. Bottom line. Um, in a criminal investigation in November, uh, the IRS announced it had seized. Are you sitting down? No, but here. Okay. Okay, now I am. They had seized in the year 2021 cryptocurrencies that they believed to be connected to criminal activities in the amount of wait for it three and a half billion dollars <laughs> wow so for those of you that think uh, that crypto is off the radar screen holy crap that's a lot three and a half yeah. billion that is serious stuff Unbelievable. Uh, and the tax rules around crypto in general are like any other tax rules. If you have st stock and you hold it a year, you get long-term capital gains. You shorter than a year, it's short-term capital gains. If you get dividends, there's an ordinary income. If you get quote-unquote interest, it's ordinary income. Mm -hmm. So you've got to pay attention. Uh, Gene at AskMTM.com. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Uh, do you want to do this one next or do you have sure one? okay it says hi Jean I hope you had a nice holiday you have mentioned at your TV show that there is an S&P 500 fund that will not drop below 5% even if the market drops much more than that mm. is it possible to give us the name of this fund which company or how can we have access to it we appreciate your help very good I'll take that the answer is that's fantastic. Okay. Thank you. And we'll convert that to cash and we'll make that a contribution. Awesome. Um, yes, uh, we've mentioned a couple different times, um, both on our TV shows and 
on our radio show that there are currently uh, investment platforms that are available that are, we refer to it as being protective. Uh, in many conversations, they're referred to as buffered. Uh, in some conversations, they're referred to as uh, stock options based. Uh, these are uh, exchange traded funds, similar to mutual funds, slightly different, but different in very important ways. One of which is that they can buy and sell options. And in this particular case, they are buying and selling options. The, the one that we were referring to was on the S&P 500 index. So they can buy and sell options and you can, uh, with, with the use of options, with the uh, effective use of options, you can create protection. Translation, if the stock market goes down up to a, a predetermined level, your investment doesn't go down. So in the most common packages that we're using recently, the uh, uh, options protect to a minus 15% on the S&P 500, which was what, Tuesday? <laughs> Felt like it this week. Oh, uh, this week was uh, a roller coaster. So if the S&P 500 goes down up to 15%, you lose nothing. If it goes down 16, you're down 1. So if you're looking at, gosh, it could be really bad, it's going to be down 20. If, if the market is down 20 and you're only down 5%, are you happy with that? And if the answer is, well, yes, I am. Or if you knew that if the market was going to go down 10 or 12 or 15%, you would be down nothing. Would you be happy with that? Well, yes, I would. Well, then these are the types of investments that you might very well wish to investigate. We don't give fund names typically on air. Uh, if somebody asks a specific question about their portfolio uh, and about a fund in their portfolio, I will make comments on that fund if I know anything about it. There are at last count 28,000 funds. There are 12,000 trade, tradable securities. That, the, the list goes on and, and on. And you don't know about all of them? I, well... Actually, I do. I just don't like to be <gasps> Catherine. <laughs> Catherine. That's Catherine Ginter. Oh, she's so wonderful. Uh, for um, So for your purposes, you need to know, number one, they exist. Number two, they there are a number of companies that offer these kind of protective platforms. Um, number three, if you wish to sit with a financial advisor here to go through your complete uh, financial profile to see if these fit, then of course, one-on-one -on -one we can recommend particular um, ETFs that might fit for you. Um, but do we give uh, kind of blanket endorsements? The answer is no. The answer is no. Uh, by the way, not difficult. The word Google is all over this question. <laughs> not difficult at all. You, you probably want to do your squiggle on that. Okay, I'll, squ I'll squiggle it, this question. I don't know why that's a squiggle. It, this actually is a proofreading symbol for delete. Oh, but for some reason on here, I feel like it shows that we used we this used question. So it's used, it. yeah. Very good. Um, these types of investments are getting to be very popular with our clients. Mm -hmm. They come in lots of different flavors. That's another reason why we don't just announce, "Hey, go ahead and contact this company," because 
There are S&P 500 based, there are NASDAQ based, there are international stock index based, there are bond based, um, there are ones that are, they have one year maturities, there are ones that have 90 day security or maturities. Oh, oh golden oh. retrievers. Oh. oh, my goodness. They're beautiful. Hi, babies. <laughs> they are my daughter is about to freak out. <laughs> Juliana is going oh. to love these, these, love these dogs. Look at them. They say, Daddy, we can't see through that window. They're so pretty. Oh, they're gorgeous. Goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness. So they're going to get lots of doggy treats. They're going, what? Thank you. So, <laughs> so beautiful. If you're wondering why we're ooing and aahing, it's because we're at the More Than Money World Headquarters, 4505 Hanoverville Road. And for folks who come around, they get to wave. Uh, at both myself, uh, or at me and, and Alyssa. And uh, this gentleman just came by with two of the prettiest dogs you have ever seen. Santa Claus is now greeting him and giving gifts for him and for the puppies. Juliana is climbing into the car with the dogs. <laughs> That's, uh, we're going to have to train her better than that. We don't just jump into a stranger's <laughs> car because no. they have beautiful dogs. She's like, I'm coming with you. So beautiful. Oh, my God. They were gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Our first golden retriever was that color. Almost yep. uh, like a, a, hunt, a strawberry blonde. Yeah, they're on the reddish side. Yeah. Almost like the Irish setter oh, yeah, a shade. Yeah, a yeah. You're not quite that dark, but oh, beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Thank you so very much. If you would like to join in the festivities, we would welcome you. We would encourage you to come. We have lots of gifts for you, for kids, for uh, obviously for pets. <laughs> and uh, goodness, that's the biggest reaction that anybody's gotten. And it was for the <laughs> dogs. And we, we had wonderful friends and great cars. And, and it was the dogs that won the day. Mm -hmm. So Always. fantastic indeed. I wonder how they knew we were going to Two Rivers. We talked about, no, we're going to River Grill. We talked oh, about two, two Rivers, rivers. Um, in the past. Yeah. Oh, very good. Um, yes, ah, that's true. Yeah, we were both Two there a couple weeks ago. Two Rivers is wonderful. River yep. Grill is wonderful. We, for those of you that want to uh, um, uh, be accused of stalking, uh, <laughs> we'll be at the River Grill this afternoon and uh, uh, having some libation, as they say, <laughs> and uh, enjoying uh, the company, not just of our team, but of their significant others. Uh, we invited them to bring their spouse, their significant other, but not both. It gets awkward. It just <laughs> it's gets good awkward. advice. It's just, it always is. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, I, think, I think you got to just think through that. Gene mm -hmm. at askmtm.com, Alyssa at askmtm.com. If you don't use that name, let's go ahead and talk about sure. this. Sure. Okay. This says, I have a weird question. That's our specialty. Apparently. <laughs> I'm reading a book about probate court. If my husband were to pass away, would any of our accounts be frozen, and would I have immediate and full access to them? Please specify about 401ks, IRAs, and any other type of investment we have with you through Charles Schwab, and if I or we need to fill out any type of paperwork to ensure no probate is necessary. Please advise. Very good. Squiggle time. Squiggle it up. Uh, here we go. Oh, okay. Quick wave. Can I take a guess at this? Please. 
if this is about spousal access to individual assets, I think the solution is to have powers of attorney. Oh, okay. That's an interesting, uh, that, that's one approach. Okay. That's one approach. It may be overkill. Okay. And, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Uh, undoubtedly, and of course, um, they're referencing accounts that I'm familiar with. Undoubtedly, spouses have their IRAs set up where the surviving spouse is the beneficiary. Um, beneficiary accounts are instantly accessible. Yes, I, I forgot. She talked about pass away, not become incapacitated or... No, yeah. she's killing off her husband. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, She's yeah. been talking to Diane way too much. Oh, boy. Uh, red flag. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> um, I figure okay. if, if I pass, uh, keep keep that, that topic kind of out there enough, that'll scare off people from trying to kill me because mm -hmm. that, that'll just throw suspicion okay. on them right away. He died under suspicion. Well, yeah, he was killed. Uh, he was murdered. So spouses have lots of advantages that non-spouses mm -hmm. do not. So if you're the spousal beneficiary of an IRA, automatic. Right, becomes Instant, yours. Instantaneous. If you're on an account that's a joint account, instantaneous. Yep. So the things that she's most worried about are all instantaneous. Um, if there's an account in his name only, uh, that may require... Uh, her to provide a death certificate and it may be a 10 day two week kind of a delay she's reading a book about probate stop reading that book that, no. <laughs> yes, it is it's maybe she has insomnia that's it. well that and certainly don't operate heavy equipment while reading Ugh, dreadful um probate is is in the financial world very often the boogeyman it is something that lots of people are terrified of for no good reason. Uh, even items that need to go through probate can typically be done rather efficiently in a matter of not typically weeks, but typically a short number of months, two, three, four months. Okay. Have there been tons of stories over the years of estates that went into probate and they were there for years? Sure. And, and in almost every case, the estate was a mess. And there were conflicts with the beneficiaries or the heirs, lawsuits, etc. For an estate, um, a typical estate to be settled, it's not terribly difficult. Does the will need to be probated, which simply means proven to be the appropriate will? Sure. Um, Register at the courthouse? Sure. Um, are there ways to sidestep it with beneficiary designations? Sure. It's again, it's a completely a function of sit with a trusted estate planning attorney and or a trusted financial advisor, outline what you own, what you owe and whom you wish to benefit. And a, a good plan will make it as simple and easy and pain free for your heirs as it possibly can be. And with any luck at all, you'll have no issues. Uh, I should tell you also relative to this specific question, uh, I assured her that not only is she in pretty good shape, but that her husband will be with us 
for another <laughs> 30 or 40 years. So reading a book on probate right this minute, it's going to be out of date, probably a collector's item in an antique shop by the time her husband departs. That's good news. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, my goodness. That might be the longest email I've ever seen. Um, okay. What, well, looking at the time. We're going to give this a go. Okay. Uh, I absolutely love your show. I've tuned in for many years. When you start with that, you know you got my fullest attention. Uh, you provide such good advice. Thank you. This morning you were talking about gifting limits, which really caught my attention because my brother and I were talking about this two days ago. We could not find a definitive answer anywhere about how this works. I was on a call this, at work this morning, so I only caught the very end of what you were saying. I have a question about this and would be grateful if you would clarify. I agreed to gift my brother $145,000. I use the word gift, not loan, because I'm giving him this money interest-free for six years, 72 months. Technically, it would be an interest-free loan, but I would consider it a gift because if I were to make it interest-based loan, I would have to pay taxes. I believe the IRS indicates that any loan must have a fair interest rate, which is taxable. He will pay me back 72 equal payments over a six-year span, totaling 145 grand. The check I am giving him is linked to a long-established bank account I have, and all the money can be traced to it. Do you suggest I complete a 709 IRS form when I give him the money and he completes a 709 IRS form each time he pays me back? I understand the 145 both ways would be deducted from the $11 million lifetime gift limit. Basically, I'm just looking for the easiest way to do this without raising red flags to the IRS. Again, all the money is legitimate, but I do not want the hassle being audited. Any suggestions would be very much appreciated. Thanks again for such a great show, and I hope you have a great holiday. And to you, Merry Christmas. Uh, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, you're quite right, um, particularly with family members. The IRS is very um, alert for interest-free loans, um, so much so that I'll use very simple numbers. If there were a $100,000 uh, loan that I made to one of my daughters, interest-free, she's going to pay me back when she can, uh, the IRS would actually impute a current market interest rate and I would pay tax, income tax, on that interest that I did not receive. So let's assume for the moment a current market interest rate is 3%. I lend my daughter 100 grand that she intends to pay back to me uh, over uh, a reasonable period of time, in this case six years. Uh, the IRS would say, that's fine. The first year you owe tax on 3,000 bucks. What this gentleman is suggesting is that's not what's happening. I want to make a gift, and then he's going to make subsequent gifts back. Uh, I, I think you have a very interesting uh, uh, thought process. I think it is certainly worth making the effort uh, because it would save you the income tax on a fair amount of money. And I think it can be, as, as a wise man once uh, suggested to me, if you're trying to explain things whether they're okay or not, you start your explanation with, well, Your Honor, well, Your Honor, I made a gift to him, and if something happened to him or me, it was gone. Money's gone. 
Um, but if he sticks around and I stick around over the course of time, he's going to give some of that money back. So it's not a loan in any way, shape, or form. I think you're on pretty reasonable ground. Whether you are avoiding an IRS audit is a very different question. <laughs> the IRS can audit because they didn't like the color of the paper that you printed your tax return on. So be aware that it could raise a flag. But in general, I don't see an issue. Uh, you're going to file the 709 showing you made a gift. He'll file the 709 sending them back. I, I think you're probably 90% assured you're okay, but keep good documents. You'll be fine. We only have like two and a half minutes. Wow, the show went really fast today. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. And this is your first year on the inside of the building. Yes. So what do you what do you what do you think inside the building? It's it's cold in this room. Oh. <laughs> That's what I think. Oh, here comes a here comes a car. Oh, she oh, didn't wave. She zipped right around. And, uh, well, but she'll stop. For no, it's time. fun. This is, uh, this has been a, a, a pleasant experience. It's, um, you know, we like being in the tower at the, the, at the station, but it's not as fun as seeing our friends drive by yeah, and waving. Real people. Yeah. Okay. And that's what we're here for. And we're going to be here until between 1130 and noon. Uh, giving away gifts, uh, Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus, elves, and live uh, Christmas trees. So 4505 Hanoverville Road. Uh, please come and join us. Put that in your GPS. 4505 Hanoverville Road, Bethlehem. Folks, we hope you enjoyed today's show. A little different than most shows, but we covered a lot of ground. If we can serve you in any way, shape, or form, including being able to help out with the Children's Home of Easton a little bit more, Stop on by or give us a call, 610-746-7007, 610-746-7007. Thanks so very much. We'll uh, got a couple more weeks before Christmas, but we'll give you an early one. Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next week on More Than Money. Your kindness, I